Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell sitting here with my co-host Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. In the past half hour, we've been talking with Tony Gore of Freedom Counseling Services and uh, talking about the holidays and depression and all the fun stuff that comes along with Christmas. <laughs> Paying the bills and uh, yeah, but 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 Tony, we um, we we talked a little bit about how. You know, we need we need to be honest with God, and we need some men around us. But but let's let's also talk about expectations, mm-hmm. because as we new, enter the new year and as we, you know, launch into 2016 here, what sometimes the expectations that we have as men gets a little skewed. Right. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that uh, are thrown at us today that um, that maybe we didn't have to deal with, uh, you know, several years ago. Uh, we were talking a little bit uh, even in the break about social media and and just the the pictures that that paints. Uh, Chad, you were saying, you know, it's uh, it's either the best of times or the worst of times <laughs> on Facebook. It's either misery or, but it's often much more people celebrating how wonderful things are, and it puts this false picture out there. Uh, certainly. Uh, uh, TV and media doesn't help us either. You know, the things that we see uh, kind of portrayed in front of us and the expectations that that sets, materialism. There's so many things that I think we get caught up in and the comparison game. Mm. Kurt, you were talking about that. You know, just, just how we tend to compare ourselves to the next door neighbor or the other folks at church. And uh, I'll tell you what, working in the local church for, for as long as I did, uh, I made the mistake. I would look at certain people, certain families, and I would go, man, I would judge my own family by what I would see other people walking through the door. And I'd go, man, we should be more like them. And I'll tell you, those were some of the folks that ended up showing up in my office, and they were a mess. Mm-hmm. They were a wreck. And and I had made the mistake myself of, of kind of putting them up on a pedestal. And so it's never as good as it looks. Um, and we- it's often never as bad as it seems yes. you know, on both sides of that. So, so a, a guy who's, how do we get that realistic picture? How, I mean, how do we, how do we get there? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, a story I tell a lot of times in, in counseling is from C.S. Lewis in one of the more obscure books that he had. It was called The Horse and His Boy. And in The Horse and His Boy, uh, Eustace is, uh, not Eustace, uh, maybe it is Eustace, I can't remember, but the primary character, he's riding through the woods with his, uh, with his partner, and they're riding on these horses, and all these scary lions are coming at him and, and startling him out of the woods. And, it, you know, they're uh, roaring at the lions and, and swatting, or roaring at the horses and swatting at them and making them change direction. And then eventually one of them reaches up and knocks this girl that's traveling with Shasta. That's the main character uh, uh, traveling with Shasta and knocks her off his horse and they scatter and they go separate directions. And as he goes on out of the woods, out of the dark woods, he sees Aslan coming at him and he's like, where were you? All these evil lions were coming at us. And he said, those weren't lions. It was a lion. It was just me. And he's like, you were roaring at us and you were scaring us, you know, you, uh, and then he got this look of horror on his face and he said, you knocked my friend from her horse. And he looked at him and he said, I'm here to tell you your story, not hers. Oh, wow. And, and I think that's, that's the truth. That's the reality that we really need to let settle in. God is here to tell us our story, no one else's. Mm. And our story is our story. And, and it's, it's not 
probably going to be as uh, easy and peaceful and placid as we, we hope it would be. But you know what? God's not uncomfortable with our pain, uh, with some of the suffering that we have. And he also uh, wants us to have joy, a joy that's unshakable. That's mm-hmm. not a joy that comes just because life's happy, healthy, and wealthy, you know? Yeah, and, and that a lot of times in our kind of our American culture, that's, I mean, if everything is going good, I got the raise at work, and, you know, the kids got, got all straight A's in, you know, in the report card, and we got a great Christmas, and and we're off to a good start, and, and we just bought a new house, you know, whatever. And everything is, we, we think that that is the norm. Right. And yet, biblically, that's not really the case. No. I, you know, we're so spoiled as Americans. I, I think, uh, you know, if I can give a plug for for missions right now, that was one of the best things that mission trips did for me. And I think you can even do it locally now. You know, you can kind of get to a different part of your city, a different, a different environment, and you can see people who live differently. Um, I, I think one of the things, when I've got somebody who's really chronic with depression, I, I'm just looking at them saying, hey... You've got to get the focus off of yourself. I love prescribing a trip to the nursing home. Mm. I love prescribing uh, a trip to um, you know to go serve down at the the uh, the homeless shelter. Mm. You know if you if you think your life's miserable, just look around. Um, there's somebody that's struggling a lot more than you are, and depression tends to be very very self focused. And so when we feel miserable or we feel like we're not measuring up or we don't have what our neighbor has, man, you've got to, to kind of get out of your, your comfort zone and you've got to be able to go and see other people who are struggling more than you. Uh, you've got to find a way to give something away rather than just look at what you need to get next. So some other ideas, um, maybe go to the nursing home and uh, just visit with some, yeah. some folks. I tell people, go at, go to Kroger and buy the cheapest bouquet you can find and just go give it away at a nursing home. Oh, my you know? goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can go get those that are a little old for five bucks. You know, it's a $5 investment and just go and get your focus off of yourself. There are mm. people there that are hungry and just dying for a relationship. Mm. And you're upset because you, you know, your car's breaking down. Mm. Uh, it's like, you know, we just need to get perspective sometimes. G- give us a couple other um, just practical, uh, you know, go go get some flowers and take go to the nursing home. What are some other, mm-hmm. a couple others? I, I think uh, we already hit journaling. I think trying to kind of get your thoughts and your, and your feelings out there is really important. Um, I think uh, also, um, you know, uh, trying to figure out where you're growing what you know what are you taking in so many of us we talk about how strapped we are and how we don't have any time but we're just soaking in a lot of tv or a lot of media or we're tied to our cell phones and and i think you know we when's the last time you really you know took in a good book i I tell people i've had i've had some really some real live people who have really blessed my life but i've been mentored by a lot of people through reading, you know, mm. Richard Foster and uh, Dallas Willard and um, and C.S. Lewis. I, I've I've had some really great mentors in my life because I I read them mm-hmm. and and I you know some people are like, well, we should be you know just in the Bible. I I'm like you know, I, I think um, I think we want to be able to kind of learn from godly men too. I love reading biographies, you know. Yes. Uh, and when you read some of these biographies, you know what makes a great story is pain and suffering and conflict. 
You know, there aren't many great biographies of people who haven't lived through some real junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the great biographies in life are the ones where people have overcome something or faced something and and really come through, found a way to kind of shift their perspective and, and make something of difficult circumstances. And so they're inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when you, like you say, you hear a story and you think they went through something really bad and they came out on the other side and they became so successful. But I think we miss the opportunities. I miss opportunities when things are going bad. Right. That that's, you know, I've heard someone say that where's all the greenery in the landscape, it's not on the top of the mountain. Yeah. It's at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that when you get down to the bottom, that's where the growth happens. Mm-hmm. And then we always want these mountaintop experiences. We want to stay there. And the yeah. truth is, it's just not reality. And, and, and we talk about expectations. I mean, that's just completely yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, Jesus promised. Jesus promised us, you will receive trials, troubles, tribulations, mm-hmm. but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Right. I mean, you think about the most incredible man who's ever walked the face of the earth perfection in every way and yet he was surrounded by pain and sorrow and difficulty and the bible says he is a man of sorrow acquainted with grief right wow that's good hmm. um, you know one note uh, that i would make too is uh, we tend to kind of bash uh you know, media or those sort of things. There's a lot of good that comes through that too. I I have a a number of clients who uh, listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, you can really be taught and mentored by people all over the globe anymore. Um, It's just at our fingertips. And so a lot of it is just the choices we make with media, the choices we make with what we see and what we take in, what we're listening to, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've given that same advice to my kids. You know, it's like, if you're going through a difficult season, why don't you step back and evaluate what you're taking in because mm. if you're taking in a bunch of junk it's probably not going to help you it's you are going to make you a little more miserable you are what you eat is not just the physical is that right, right? is that a true statement from I, what you've seen absolutely yeah. absolutely hmm. so tony give us a couple um you know a guy who's maybe struggling right now with some some blues discouragement who, who a couple podcasts or a couple um uh, other resources that you would point a guy to yeah, um, I would say, uh, you know, I, I love uh, some of um, the uh, stuff that's coming out of uh, Gateway out in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I've really benefited from a lot of that. They have what they call a freedom ministry, and they have a lot of podcasts that are real specific about issues, and then they have some that are kind of their general core teaching, and I've benefited from a lot of that myself, hmm. and I, um, it's really great. Uh, when I when I turn people onto that, and they actually take the time to listen to it, and they come back and they're like, "Man, that was that was really, you know, just changed my perspective." And so that's one that I I'm a big believer in. I, I've I've benefited personally, and I see a lot of people uh, having really uh, benefit benefited and been blessed by that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's other places, uh, you know, uh, really. Uh, just a number of them that, uh, that that have been a blessing to a lot of folks. Yeah, facebook.com backslash Solid Steps Radio has some podcasts oh, every yeah. now and then. You can listen to <laughs> Listen, we're going to take a break, come back on our final segment with Tony Gore of Freedom Counseling Services. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to our final segment on Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, Kurt Souter. We're here with Tony Gore. And if you have just tuned in the past hour, better part of it we've been talking about depression being down the blues seasonal and how we as men can uh, can uh, t- uh, tackle that 
And what do we do? What do we do about it? And if you want to hear the entire show, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Solid Steps Radio, and you can hear the entire episode. And so, yeah, Tony, we, we talked about pretty much how we might be maybe struggling, but we'd like to, this segment, talk about somebody else. Maybe we're in mm-hmm. good shape. How do we help somebody else? And more before we even jump into that, how do we not help someone? You know, <laughs> right. somebody, you know, our, our, our spouse or one of our kids or our parents or a good friend is struggling, has gone through some yeah. difficulty or pain, sorrow, or whatever. How do we help them? But more importantly, right now, how, how do we not mess it up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple quick thoughts on that. I, I would say one is being able to distinguish a little bit between uh, grief and depression. Uh, one piece of that is is just understanding that there are things that that really are are important to grieve. And I always want to help people understand that, you know, it's, it's not always uh, great advice to just say, Hey, you know, buck up and let's get on with life. Sometimes, you know, I <laughs> that think, isn't, that doesn't work. Uh, no, not usually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have two rules with, uh, with grieving. Number one is you got to do it. And number two is nobody really gets to tell you how it goes. You know, uh, nobody gets to define that for you. And, um, and so, uh, it, it's very different. And so there are lots of things that we grieve, not just the loss of a loved one, but, uh, relational stuff or, uh, looking at our lives and kind of grieving choices we've made or, or, uh, things that haven't gone the way we want them to. And any so, kind of loss. Yeah. Any, any kind of loss is, is significant. And so we need to be able to give people space to grieve and to feel sad even this time of year. Um, you know, I have some loved ones and uh, you wouldn't believe what a challenge it is for me. You know, one of the mistakes I make as a counselor is looking at the people in my life and kind of going, hey, don't you know how I could help you if you would just ask for help? And, and so I can get impatient with people, but I have to remind myself, I'm not the wonderful counselor. You know, I'm just a counselor. Um, and so they really need to be in a place where they're ready to invite God in to, to change or, or other people. And it may not be me that they choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife has done a great job over the years of reminding me, hey, you're my husband, not my counselor. <laughs> and, uh, and that was a really good lesson for me to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I needed to have that primary role of being her husband, not just her counselor. And so frustrating for me, but important for other people to know we can't make people you know, uh, kind of get better on our timetable, but what you can do. Yeah. Let's is, talk about uh, what we can do. Yeah. You can, uh, it begins for me with prayer. You know, when we, when we really will surrender our right to kind of make people do things, then we're, we're already getting on God's page there. We, when we begin to kind of, um, uh, let go of our right to kind of force people or make people, you know, get to a certain place, then we're not playing God at that point, which is a great thing. Uh, I said to you guys in the break, you know, we tend to overestimate the words that we say. We tend to underestimate the things that we pray. And, and so I, I think uh, so many times we want to use words to convince people or persuade them to do something. And oftentimes we really need to have a season where we're just really dedicating ourselves to pray for people. That is what that, I'm, I'm convinced in my heart of hearts. I'm probably just getting older <laughs> and I've seen the futility of me trying to do it for people. Mm. And, and I just believe that God can change people more than I can. I'm, I'm so convinced of that. And, and yet that's still a struggle for most of us. And so I think really dedicating ourselves to pray for them. Uh, and, and then I think having the courage to speak the truth in love, 
you know, Jesus was always, he was a very loving person, but he was also full of truth. He was full of grace. He was also full of truth. And so finding the courage Mm. with the people that you love to be able to just, you know, with a spirit of love say, hey, I'm concerned about you. You know, is there anything I can do to help? Is there anything I could do to encourage you? I just see you kind of in a dark place or drifting. And I know uh, one of my son's friends recently did that with him. He just said, hey, you seem like you're struggling. And it meant the world to my son that wow. he just noticed and would ask. And and I think so many times we just don't ask because we don't want to step on toes. Ask, mm. you know, with, with the right heart, with the right spirit. Mm. Talk ab- about... Um, in your profession, just the whole aspect of listening. You know, if you, you have yeah. somebody, you have somebody who's gone through some troubled waters, difficulty, yeah. pain, whatever. Um, the, the power of listening. Yeah, yeah. And part of my training too. I remember a professor who unpacked the story of Job, and he said all of Job's friends did great as they sat in the ashes with him for seven days for seven days and then they started talking <laughs> everything everything went south and from they the- messed it up from that point forward <laughs> you know and i just think that's great that's great a great reminder is that oftentimes just the the gift and the ministry of presence mm. of just being with people you don't have to to sort it all out or fix it or solve it or or even throw lots of scripture at them or, or you know, Christian platitudes. They're overrated. <laughs> they, they aren't all that helpful sometimes. You know, you want to be able to speak truth, but more importantly, you want to earn the right to be heard. And, and oftentimes that's through listening. You know, uh, Tony, I'm reminded, uh, you know, I am not a counselor, but I've been a pastor for 25 years. And there was somebody, and I really gave... I, I didn't hardly talk with the person. I just kind of listened, and 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 they they left and they they commented that was your help. You were so helpful. Yeah. And I'm like going, I didn't even do anything. Right. right. I just sat there and basically listened yeah. to them cry and go through and share their heart of brokenness and their situation, and that's what they needed. Yeah. So sometimes, wow. Yeah, and guys, it, boy, we need that reminder, don't we? I Gosh. mean, you know, because we want to fix it. That whole male female <laughs> sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. being able to say, sweetheart, I'm so sorry, you know, or, ah, oh, sounds like a tough day, rather than, well, why didn't you do it this way? Or why didn't you take that other route instead of being stuck in all that traffic? You know, that's always been, you know, we always mm. want to solve it or fix it or right. tell them how to do something mm. different. And so many times, uh, this is one where women tend to do that a little better. They just tend to kind of hone in on the, the feelings and the emotions rather than the solutions. And so, you know, yeah, we want to be able to hear people and meet them where they are and love them where they are. Um unpack it just a little, just in, in a, because we're going to have to wrap up here in just a minute, but the whole aspect of listening, uh, you know, active listening. Mm-hmm. What, what does that look like for for us guys? Yeah, I think um, I, I think in many ways it's it's just uh, caring about the person. Uh, when I do when I do some of the training that I do to help people improve in these areas, I, I do a, a fun little uh, activity where I just I just kind of trick them into responding to me and and everybody's wheels are turning out there because they want to get the answer right and then they totally miss some of the questions because they're they're really not paying attention and and so a lot of times uh, you know we're we're anxious ourselves and so we're trying to figure out what's the solution what's the next right thing i need to say and we need to stop and just be attentive and go okay what is this person sitting in front of me 
feeling. What does this person in front of me need from me? Mm. What do they need from the Lord? Uh, I think praying for people while you're listening to them is a great way to listen actively. Mm. You know, if you're, if you're saying, God, would you help me to hear their heart? You'll have a hard time getting focused on your own agenda. Mm. If you're really prayerful and you're really, you know, trying to, to tune in. I, it's one of the things that I think has helped me as a counselor is I usually say, God, would you help them to get a picture of you as I sit with them? And, and you're not praying out loud. No, no, just just in my head. Uh, although I do try to pray out loud, you know, with them and invite sure. them into that process sure. too. As a counselor, it's a, a, one of the distinctions I think that make me makes me a little bit of a different counselor is that I'm always, I'm constantly now these days trying to get people back to the heart of prayer rather than just you know listening to me talk. It's that's overrated too. <laughs> well, that's a great plug for yourself, Tony. Uh, as we uh, speaking of which, what is a website they can go to to visit for you? Yeah, uh, the easiest way to get in touch with uh, with us is freedomcounselingservices.org. Um, that's our website, and uh, you can contact me through that. You can uh, get more information about the ministry, our location. Um, you got a phone uh, number, Tony? I do have a phone number. It's five zero two five two three. 2970, and you can call or text at that number, uh, whichever is more convenient for you. Texting's so convenient these days, and so it's a great way to reach out and just kind of get the ball rolling. I'd be happy to talk to you more about that. We'll post that on our Facebook page or link to you, your information as well. Okay, so. great. Tony, it has been an absolute delight to have you here. Thanks for just being helpful, and you have been a rich blessing to me and my family. Oh, thanks. And uh, it's just an awesome. Uh, it's an awesome day to, uh, to see Tony and uh, get your wisdom, get your insight. And so thanks for coming in. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we will have you back, brother. You want to have him pray us out? Uh, yeah. Tony, would you pray for the guys as as we listen and uh, just, just pray for them as we are in this new year and for God's favor and blessing and uh, all what we've talked about today? Yeah, absolutely. Father, we just uh, come to you and we thank you that we don't have to get it all together to come into your presence. And so, Father, for all these guys out there listening, maybe they've heard religious voices or voices from their mm-hmm. family that have mm-hmm. uh, that have kept them from understanding the, the, the real heart that you have for them where they are right now. And so, Father, we pray that uh, that all that stuff would fall away, that everything that's a distraction, everything that's a hindrance uh, in their relationship with you would fall away and that they would encounter the one true living God who is not afraid to come down and to be in their mess. It's what we just celebrated back uh, just a month ago here is that you were willing to come and to, to, to make yourself known in the middle of our messiness. Uh, you were you laid in a stable, and so you will come and just reside in the mess of our lives, and mm-hmm. you're not afraid of it. And so, Father, we thank you that that invitation is there uh, to uh, to invite you into that. And we pray that you would just help us uh, to see uh, the next step that we need to take, Father, to be more in step with your Holy Spirit. It's available to us, Father. Help us to, uh, to avail ourselves of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. You can check us out on Facebook.com backslash Solid Steps Radio. See you next week.